On today's episode, we're going to be talking about why downtown Kitchener just might be the next best place to invest in Ontario. Stay tuned. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Okay, it's my pleasure to welcome back to the show returning guest, Daryl Furston. Daryl, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrew. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, great. And uh, for those of you who don't know Daryl, he's the president of Innate Developments. Of course, Innate is the developers behind DTK Condos, which we're going to be talking about in a minute. But um, Daryl, maybe just tell uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, how did a Toronto boy like you end up becoming this big Kitchener-Waterloo real estate developer? Well, it's an interesting question, Andrew. And a lot of people ask me that. They ask me, if I went to school in Waterloo or if I was from Waterloo, the answer to all those questions is no. I picked Kitchener-Waterloo. Um, being from Toronto, I knew I wanted to invest in real estate and be part of real estate development. And I had the whole world at my fingertips. And the pit spot I picked was Kitchener-Waterloo for a series of reasons. And I've been with it for about 15 years now and it's worked out great and we plan to keep going in the KW area. So what were some of those reasons? I mean, uh, like you said, I guess you, so you decided to get into real estate development. You looked around at different markets um, and you, you zeroed in on Kitchener Waterloo. So what, what was the uh, thinking there and what was maybe take us like, what was the timing on that and what was the thinking? Yeah, for sure. This dates back to 2005 for me. And my logic in Kitchener-Waterloo was uh, it's got two great universities and University of Waterloo in particular is producing incredible engineering and computer science minds, which was very important to me. So that was the first thing I looked at. Uh, it had two large universities with re- really high growth rates and high quality tech talent coming out of them. Uh, The second thing I liked was proximity to Toronto. I think Toronto is a great place to invest in real estate. Um, And I would want to be close to Toronto. I'm not saying Toronto is the only place to invest. So that's why I wanted to try Kitchener-Waterloo. And in more recent years, what I'm noticing is the byproduct of those amazing universities and that intellectual talent is... Uh, startup tech companies, which are growing and creating more jobs. And that's really what we're following with the DTK project. Yeah. So you obviously you, you've, you're, you've made your name in Waterloo uh, as opposed to the sister city Kitchener. Um, tell us a little bit for those of you who aren't, or those of us who aren't familiar, what have you, what has innate developments done in Waterloo specifically and where uh, you, you started in 2005 here, we are in 2018. So when when was your first building and where are you at now in terms of what you've done so far? Sure. Uh, so I started work on my first apartment building in Waterloo near the university in 2009. Uh, Innate built three apartment buildings in Waterloo. And then we started to build condos with our Sage Condos brand. Um, we just finished selling our Sage 10 building, um, plus a few townhouse projects in there as well. So all told, we've completed about 1,500 units or so uh, in, the wa- in Waterloo. Uh, and that's been great. Every single project was started on time, completed on time, occupied on time, first occupancy date. Uh, never missed on any of them. 
So that's basically our history uh, building in the neighborhood. Yeah, and and investors have done very well in Waterloo. So, I mean, like you said, the universities are growing. You could keep doing more stuff focused on the, the universities there in Waterloo, but now you're shifting your focus to downtown Kitchener. So take us through that. Why downtown Kitchener? What is exciting you most about this um, this marketplace down the road from where you've been for the last, you know, nine or 10 years. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd like to start by saying that at Innate Developments, we like to be ahead of the curve. We like to be leaders and not followers. When we sold our Sage One building, it was the first student housing condo anywhere in the country anyone had heard of. So we want to be the, the first to do something. Um, so we've now sold a lot of condos in Waterloo, student-oriented condos, and it's gone great. And we could probably keep doing that for a long time. Um, but we'd like to get ahead of the next trend right now. So what we noticed is in selling all those all these condos and managing those units for our buyers, we get to talk to all the tenants that are living in all of our buildings and listen to the trends and listen to what they're doing and where they're going. And we we're hearing the same story over and over again of, just got a job working in downtown Kitchener, got a great job working at Google. I'm working for Desire to Learn. I'm working for, you know, I got a job in Communitech there. Uh, so we investigated and we're, we were noticing is we love tech. We love tech jobs. We love tech job growth. They're an amazing part of our economy. It's a growing part of our economy. They pay well. They attract really high quality employees. And we know that the Kitchener-Waterloo region is famous for having lots of companies and lots of jobs. But what we're noticing is historically, they're more in Waterloo near the university. But there's a trend happening now where those jobs are migrating from Waterloo to downtown Kitchener. Ultimately, in tech, you need to hire the best quality talent. And you pretty much have to go to wherever it is that they want to live. So all these employees, these 26-year-old software engineers working at OpenText, for example, uh, they don't want to live in uptown. They don't want to live in the university area of Waterloo. They're kind of done with that phase of their life. They want to live in downtown Kitchener. That's where the bars are. That's where the good restaurants are. That's where the you know um, farmers markets and pardon and uh, musical festivals in the park are. It's a much sort of trendier and nicer place to live. So we're noticing companies wanting to move there as well to follow those employees. So we're trying to get ahead of this trend here in noticing there's going to be incredible demand for places to live in downtown Kitchener. That's why we're coming out with this project. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, would you say, I mean, what we're, what you're seeing in Kitchener in terms of the downtown revitalization, so to speak, I mean, is it the same thing that we're seeing in a lot of cities across North America, like where the, you know, the, the downtowns that were once neglected, you know, for the better part of, you know, the last 30, 40 years, now there's suddenly a rejuvenation, a new interest and, you know, warehouses are being converted back and, and infrastructure is being put in place. Um, are you seeing that sort of, is that same sort of story that we're seeing across North America or is there, is there something unique or different about what's happening specifically in downtown Kitchener? I think in downtown Kitchener, it is the urban intensification, urban revitalization story, but I think it's happening at a rapid 
tech kind of pace. Like the job growth is off the charts uh, in downtown Kitchener. Uh, like you said, we're not only investing in residential in downtown Kitchener, we're investing in those old brick and beam buildings and converting them for commercial space for growing tech companies. Uh, so I think you're seeing like a rapid urban intensification. Uh, furthermore, it's worth noting the new LRT system. So outside of Toronto, there's really no city in this province that has a viable public transit system. There's a lot of talk of them. Uh, you know, Hamilton's still talking about it. Mississauga's in the process of building it out. But Kitchener has actually completed their LRT system. Right. It's now fully done and just waiting for the Bombardier trains to uh, start rolling. Yeah. So that is supposed yeah. to happen later this year. So you're seeing a much more rapid revitalization of this downtown core. Right. Yeah. Talk to me. I mean, t- there's so many stories we can share uh, with listeners about, you know, specific examples of what's happening downtown. Obviously, Google is a big one. And and a lot of people have heard probably that Google has recently launched a major expansion. They're going from, uh, I believe, a couple hundred employees to a couple thousand employees, something like that. But specifically, I, I find this one... Um, uh, uh, development called Catalyst 137. I found that really interesting. I know you've got some uh, insights into that. So what is Catalyst 137? Uh, I you know, people can Google it, of course, but what is Catalyst 137 exactly? And, and you know, how is, you know, what does that say about what's happening in downtown Kitchener? It's Catalyst 137 is a really interesting story. Um, the developer, uh, Frank Voisen, is actually a good friend of mine. Uh, so we've had many chats about this. So what they recognized is there's actually two types of technology jobs. There's software, but there's also hardware. So we all know about software and coders, and they basically work off a laptop, and they can work anywhere. They can work on the 20th story of an office building. But then there's a thing called hardware, and those guys need to be on the ground floor and they need loading docks. It's more industrial, but it's still high tech and has the same rapid, uh, rapid growth rates that other technology has. And what Frank identified was the fact that everyone's building space for software companies like Google, for example, but no one's building space for hardware tech companies. So he was actually able to buy a... 500,000 square foot old manufacturing facility. And he's now converted it to a hardware tech, like internet of things kind of space. He started leasing eight months ago, and he's now 85% leased on 500,000 square feet of just hardware tech space. That alone is in excess of 2,000 new jobs that were brought to downtown Kitchener. That's where Catalyst 137 is located. That's just the tip of the iceberg because that's just one development bringing new tech jobs. The other thing we're seeing is not just jobs coming to the Kitchener area, but jobs migrating from the outskirts of the Kitchener area to the downtown core. So that's the revitalization of the downtown core story. For example, Deloitte, which is the largest accounting firm in the region, uh, had a regional office out near the 401. They are now moving to downtown Kitchener. Uh, We actually just heard an announcement uh, two days ago that Kick Kick Communications, which has an app, they have apparently 400 million uh, daily active users. 
Yeah, and KIK, they're a staunch Waterloo supporter, and their office is up near the University of Waterloo. But they just announced two days ago they're now moving to downtown Kitchener. And that is one of the tech darlings of, I guess, the Waterloo region in Canada. We're talking a billion-dollar company here, has finally decided to let go of Waterloo and move to downtown Kitchener. Wow, yeah. So that's that's huge. I mean, you know, you throw it around like it's no big deal, but it, like I need to emphasize that with the listeners here is – Billion dollar company, right? You know, these startups, $100 million startup, $200 million, you know, some of them are a billion, like Kick. Uh, these are massive wealth generators, and you can only start to imagine, you know, the sort of the economic spinoff that is, you know, about to occur in the, in the months and years ahead as all these jobs are coming into, uh, you know, a relatively small area. Like, this is not, you know, downtown Toronto, this is downtown Kitchener. Like, it's, it's uh, it's a relatively small and walkable sort of um, you know part of part of the region where all this job is coming in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, over the last four years, eighty four hundred tech jobs have been created just in Kitchener alone. That's over two thousand new jobs every year, and that doesn't include jobs that are migrating from the outskirts of the city into the downtown core which is where all the new jobs are being created in the downtown core. So um, that's a massive amount of people working, more people working, but it's not just any job. It's not a dead end job. These are people making a minimum of $80,000 a year. You suddenly get a couple, you have a gross family income of just the two of them of $160,000 a year. That is either A, an incredible tenant to have, or B, a future purchaser for your condo unit. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, that's a huge part of the story is understanding that the type of jobs that these are, they're very high paying and, and they're, they're just, it's just a beautiful place to be a landlord um, with, with this high quality of tenants that's there. What's happening, Elson? You mentioned on the transit side. You mentioned the um, the LRT. What do we know as well about the um, the recent announcements with um, the high speed rail, and what do people need to know about that? Uh, it's an extremely important story. So, on the public transit side, I'd say there's two stories. One is the completion of the LRT, which gets you around Kitchener Waterloo, which is a fantastic addition. You know, pre-LRT is like talking about Toronto in 1956, and look where Toronto's gone since then. So that's one important story. The second important story is the connectivity to downtown Toronto. So first, uh, the government has now announced that they're going to be having direct GO train service right from downtown Kitchener, like a couple blocks away from this project, to downtown Toronto, leaving every 15 minutes all day. Second, they announced $11.2 billion to build North America's first high-speed rail that'll connect Kitchener to Pearson Airport and downtown Toronto. Just for the record, high-speed rail travels at a minimum of 250 kilometers an hour, and that links you directly from Kitchener to downtown Toronto in about 43 minutes. And in that 43 minutes, you don't have to worry about driving your car. You can send your emails, watch videos, do whatever you want. It suddenly becomes an amazing way to potentially live in this great city of Kitchener and be able to do some work in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to get that amazing um, 
uh, amazing synergy of people being able to live in downtown Kitchener or live in downtown Toronto and get back and forth, lawyers, tech people, um, accountants, you know, all, all sorts of professionals, engineers, and just that, that flow of people and, 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 uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. I mean, you're, you're going to be able to get from downtown Kitchener to union station faster than, you know, like Richmond Hill. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and that's, yeah. and that's not too far away. Just, you know, a few years, uh, a few years down the road, this, this is going to be a reality. Now the funding's in place. Of course it's election season. So, uh, you know, it's interesting, the timing of these announcements, but, uh, it's great to see, you know, this, this is finally happening. Um, as you said, it's the first, first of its kind in North America. So that's really, yes. really exciting. And, and I believe it's what, like a, 10 minute walk or something from DTK condos to this, this future transit hub. Yeah. You can either walk a beautiful uh, 10 minutes or there's an LRT stop right in front of our building, which will take you two stops to the transit hub. So you can be there in under five minutes. Even better. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually also a great story for the urban inten- urban intensification story. This site is a 97 walk score. And that's a 97 walk score today. That is before the LRT is operational, which, which it will be later this year. So you can imagine how that walk score will increase once you have this public transit method right in front of you, uh, as well as as the downtown core continues to get intensified, the walk score is only going to go up. When we put a Starbucks like on the corner right in front of us, the walk score is only going to go up. So there's a great opportunity to live, work, play downtown, be able to commute into Toronto when you want to, and really not have to own a car. Um, And on that topic as well, we've really future thought or tech-proof the building. We even have a ride, share, Uber, Lyft, whatever, drop-off spot in the building. Like we we know the kind of people are going to be living in this building. Yeah, yeah. So talk to us. Let's talk about the building itself, DTK Condos. Um, what are sort of the highlights? What do we need to know? What do investors need to know specifically about what makes this building unique? Well, first of all, it is at 33 stories. It will be the tallest building in the Kitchener-Waterloo region. Uh, currently, the tallest building is about 24 stories. Uh, we built it in Waterloo. And this building will be almost 10 stories taller. So this will be a true landmark The location is incredible. It's right in the center of downtown Kitchener. LRT stop right in front of you. It's one block off King Street uh, where you're going to find all the amenities that you want. Uh, Fantastic location. Uh, The units, sorry, the amenities in the building are amazing. We we know exactly who the type of person is or we think we know who the type of person is who's going to want to live in this building. And we've really catered the amenities to that person. Like aside from having an amazing gym and lounge and party room, uh, we have a huge rooftop terrace with barbecues and patio. Uh, In that rooftop terrace, we even have like an organic community planting garden, a very millennial type thing to have. Uh, We have a pet spa, recognizing that the type of people that might live in this building might have dogs and don't want to walk them in the front door and get mud all over the place in the middle or snow in the middle of the winter. So we have a place for them to groom and clean off their dogs before they come inside. Uh, every unit in the building comes with a optional tech package, which in the pre-construction phase we're giving away for free. And that comes with 
smart lights, smart door entry system that you can use off your phone, smart thermostat, um, basically all the things that these potential young tech professionals are going to want to see in the place they live. Uh, and then the units themselves, great finishes and extremely efficient layouts. Yeah, absolutely. The floor plans uh, really are, you know, they speak for themselves. It's obviously hard to talk about that on a podcast, but when you see these floor plans, you see what I mean. They are ultra well-designed, efficient units that are just perfect for, for investors. Um, what's like for, for the new person, for the investor who's maybe new to buying outside of Toronto, like what are some of the differences you might highlight or some of the advantages you might highlight of buying in uh, Kitchener versus buying in Toronto? Yeah, a couple of things I'd note are your price on this building is about half of what downtown Toronto would be. So it's a significantly lesser price tag. But the interesting thing is the rents aren't half. They're not the same as Toronto, but they're more than half of Toronto. So your general return looks a lot better, which means your ability to carry such a unit at 75 or 80% loan to value is totally viable, whereas in Toronto, it is not. Right. And um, yeah, on the cash flow basis and then closing costs, of course, uh, big differences in closing costs as well, aren't there? Yeah, well, this is a doozy and um, you might start clapping when you hear this one, but we've capped the development charges at $0. So if you bought a condo recently in Toronto, you'll know you're probably seeing a five-digit number for the development charge uh, extra that comes on your statement of adjustments at closing. In this case, you will see $0 under development charges. Um, and it's not just because we're nice guys. It's because the city of Kitchener wants to promote. There's such a shortage of housing in the downtown core, new construction housing in the downtown core, that they wanted to promote this new LRT line. So they've offered zero development charges to us, the developers, until the end of 2018. So we have to start construction before the end of 2018. So this gives you two things. One, no development charges. You're not going to see that on your statement of adjustments. But two, you know that we're extremely highly motivated to start construction before the end of 2018. So you can be sure we will. And on that topic, I should also note with this project, it is already fully zoned and site plan approved. We are just working towards a building permit now. Right. Wow. That's great. So, you know, it's going to get built and you know, it's going to get built on time. Uh, estimated occupancy is you're aiming for what at this point? Uh, summer 2021. 2021. Yeah. Summer 20. So a little bit over three years from now. Um, that's great. Daryl, um, it's been great chatting with you about uh, Kitchener Waterloo and DTK condos. Is anything I didn't ask you about um, with respect to DTK condos or Kitchener that you wish that I had of covered? No, Andrew, I think you did an excellent uh, job really painting a picture of what's going on there, which is incredible uh, government spending and in infrastructure and public transit, incredible job growth and high quality job growth, and a intensification of the downtown core. And this building sits right at the epicenter. So yeah, I think we hit all those things. Awesome. Great. Well, Daryl, if people want to just get a hold of you or learn more about innate developments in general, what's the best place for people to do that? Yeah. Shoot me an email, uh, 
give me a call. Uh, I'd love to talk to people about the project. Sure. Do you want to? Okay, <laughs> that's great. I mean, usually as developers uh, uh, don't like to get people personally calling them, but if, if you're offering that, then that's great. Do you want to give an email or phone number or anything? Or, or do you want them yeah, to just for sure. Andrew, I'd also, I'm sorry, Andrew. Yeah, I'd also note like you probably don't see a lot of developers come out to your educational seminars, but I definitely do that because I like to hear what people are thinking. And I like to continue to uh, improve my projects by listening to our customers. Uh, yeah, um, I guess they can probably reach me through you would be the best way to do it. Great. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. So yeah, just just uh, anybody listening, just drop me an email, andrew at truecondos.com. Give me a call, 416-371-2333, and we'll get you in touch with Daryl via that way. Daryl, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.